0: You're listening to the Brand Spanking You podcast. My name is Sarah Ehlinger, former creative director and strategist for multi-million and billion dollar brands turned entrepreneur. After spending over a decade building my own freelance and online businesses, I know that creating a brand around yourself is a heck of a lot different than building one for the big companies. It requires diving deep into your mindset, going beyond generic tips and strategies and throwing out the script in order to do things your way. Are you ready to get into it? Let's go. It is so hard to show up for marketing and promoting your business when it feels like you're just posting to crickets all the time nobody's, nobody's paying attention. It's not resonating anywhere, right? I mean, I feel this all the time, all the time. I think most people who create anything feel that way. It's really hard to feel like anybody is paying attention, especially in today's world, when attention is so divided. It's attention is, getting people's attention is, one of the most powerful things that you can get, especially as a business owner, but it's also one of the hardest things to get so there's something that I've been thinking about lately when I'm feeling super um down about all of the content or marketing, social content, blog posts, podcast episodes you know all of the stuff that I'm creating and um marketing and sharing, recycling, repurposing, it's a little overwhelming. And it just makes me want to, you know, curl up on the couch and binge Bridgerton for the whole entire day, which I may or may not have done recently. So if you are feeling the same way, you are not alone. It's most of the time creating all of this stuff, doing all of this, it feels like you're screaming into a void. It doesn't feel like anybody's listening. It makes you wonder, like, what the F you're even doing, if you should keep at it, you know? These are all the thoughts that go on in my head. So I'm assuming they're probably going on in yours, too. This is the thing that I've been thinking about recently, though, that. Has me, um, showing up more consistently. And that's the thought that I've never personally, like I've communicated through my, you know, online channels, my newsletter or my social media posts or all that stuff we're talking about. But I have personally never communicated one on one with 999999 percent of the people who will purchase one of my products or who will eventually become one of my clients. I have not communicated with them, meaning they haven't raised their hand yet to say, Hey, I'm interested in this or hey, tell me more about this or hey, you, you know, all of the things that happen when you get into a more active sales and marketing cycle with your audience. Why does this thought help me? Well, because it helps me remember just like me. And I'm sure you do the exact same thing. There are so many people out there who are reading and watching and listening to you. They're creating a relationship with you in their minds way before you're even aware of it. Like, we do this with celebrities all the time, right? Like, when you hear bad news about a celebrity, if it's someone who's important to you, you're devastated. And then you start to think, oh my god, why do I feel this way? Like, I don't even know this person. Well, because you created a relationship with them in your mind. You have that relationship with them, but they don't have it with you, right? And that's okay. It's okay. We're humans. We do that. But just remember that there are people out there who are doing the same thing with you as you are putting stuff out there, which is, I guess, kind of a scary thought too, but it's also a liberating thought because then that means You are already out there educating, inspiring, empathizing with people, rooting for them. They just haven't, you know, slid into your DMs yet or hit reply to an email. But they will when the time is right. And listen, I know how discouraging it can feel to keep posting to crickets, to show up and feel like nobody's paying attention. I do it every week. Well, (laughs) Actually, I'm wildly inconsistent with my posting. And I'm not saying that you have to be consistent, but I'm wildly inconsistent because of this reason. Because I get discouraged the same way that you get discouraged. And I'm not saying you have to have consistency because I have, I could give you plenty of examples of people who are not consistent or who take regular breaks from doing this. I just for myself, want to be more consistent. I want to feel what it's like to be consistent for me. And maybe you do too. So this will help you with that, to show up when it does feel like nobody's paying attention. You may be looking at me and thinking like, oh, it's so easy for her. She's probably swamped with messages all the time. No, not really. Um I I think most of us aren't. <laughs> Or at least not swamped with the type of messages you think we're swamped with. But here's the thing. Then one day, one person will comment on something or send a message, um, reply to an email, letting me know that something I said or wrote really touched them or really made a difference for them. And what that means, I don't look at that as just one person then. What that means is that there are so many other people out there that it touched you. They just didn't take the time to let me know. I mean, think about it. So how many times are you yourself scrolling through Instagram, just a little uh, taking it all in, consuming, consuming, consuming? Things are coming, you're being inspired, you're being provoked, you're being like all of the things, there's so many things happening in our brains as we're like taking in all of this stuff. How many times do you actually stop to leave a thoughtful comment or send a message when that happens? How many times do you even hit the like button? I have to remind myself to like posts, even from people, you know, who I know in real life or who are colleagues of mine, and I know that like, you know any engagement helps and i like look at something like that's great and as i you know scroll down two or three more posts i'm like oh shit i should like that to help them out like we just don't it's almost been trained out of us now so this is all happening in our own minds we're creating these relationships we're having these experiences or these moments with people who we're following or admiring or creating stuff, but we're not actually taking the time to interact with them. I'm not saying that you have to suddenly interact with everybody now. If you started doing that, like you wouldn't get anything done. You'd just be doing that all day. I just want you to think about that when you're making your own content, though, and realizing that if there's just one person out there, who sends you a message or has a comment that, you know, saying that that really resonated with them, that means there are so many more people out there that you're affecting the same way. And that means that those people are watching and listening and consuming and taking it all in, taking everything in that you're doing. It's just going to take them a little bit more time before they purchase something from you or before they become a client. It's just gonna take them more time. That's the way that marketing works. It's relationship building. So all of this to say that I just want you to keep going. I want you to keep creating stuff. I want you to find systems in order to keep showing up for yourself and your business and your message and the change that you wanna bring to the world Figure out what you need to do in order to keep showing up for that. Something that I'm doing right re- recently, in addition to thinking about this thought, that most of the people, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people who haven't, you know, purchased something from me yet, are out there. I just haven't communicated with them yet. So that thought is helping me. The other thing that's helping me is thinking about habits. So I've been doing a lot of work with my coach on developing consistency in my habits and recognizing how habits just work a little bit differently for me because I am neurodivergent. So it's like setting up habits is just different. And I found systems for doing that throughout my lifetime. I just wasn't aware of it. And now I'm unpacking what I was doing in those moments of my life that made it successful for me. Um, and then applying that to with more awareness to my everyday now. So habits. One thing I'm realizing that's good for me in habits is to have a very low bar, like a really low bar. Um, and that doesn't mean like a lot doesn't get accomplished, it means that I have to have a low bar in order to like have the check mark to be like, oh, that's done. And I'm like, I'm honoring my word to myself. Because the minute I stop honoring my word to myself, I just like give up. Because I don't, I don't want to continue to not honor my word to myself. Like that's the way my brain works. And so in order to like, not do that, I just don't try to make the habit or set the goal. That's how it works in my brain. So I was thinking about this recently. And um, I was thinking about my senior year in college. And I was a, I got a bachelor of fine arts in studio arts. And as part of the program that I was in, I had to do this huge solo exhibition. So I had to fill the whole gallery with all of my own work. And what I decided to do, because I was um, a multimedia artist at the time, I guess I still am, (laughs) Um, and I had already gotten really into the world of theater. I'd been uh, working on a lot of the theater productions at our school, um, on the sets and lighting, stuff like that. So I really wanted to have this multimedia immersive experience. I was like creating a whole environment, plus the artwork that was going to go in there, Plus some videos that went, it was like a whole thing, it was a whole thing. And it was very weird. Um, <laughs> I wish I had video of it. But since it was such a huge undertaking, the only habit that I created for myself, like I didn't have a schedule of like this X needs to be created by this date or this needs to be created by this date. The only thing I did is that I made a commitment to myself that I was gonna show up to my studio. I had a separate studio space, um, which was the first time in my life that I had anything like that and it was amazing. So I could just like let it be this crazy space where I could just create and do whatever and like leave the mess there and you know, just have it be that. The only habit I had is that every day I had to show up to my studio. That was it. I didn't even have to create anything if I didn't want to. Sometimes I went there and I just like worked on my schoolwork for other classes. Sometimes I went there and a friend would meet me there and we'd hang out and like have cocktails. (laughs) It was college. Come on. But the majority of the time, if I just showed up, if I just went there and I showed up there, even if I was doing something else, I would end up working on my show anyhow, because like everything was there. All the stuff was there. And eventually, even if I was like working on other schoolwork or doing other stuff, I would look around and be kind of like inspired to work on something, you know? And in that way, it all got done. So that was like a really low bar, like super low bar. That's how I kind of trick my brain into showing up for things when I don't want to. And I say by showing up for things when I don't want to – The don't wanting to, is this what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, is this feeling of like, is anybody even paying attention? Like, does this even matter? Is this even showing up on anybody's feeds? And so that creates a lot of like not wanting to do something. So how do I continue to show up? How do I create systems and habits to show up when I don't want to do it? Because the payoff of doing it is not very hi. (laughs) Like it's not fun to like do this whole thing and be proud of it, like be really proud of a post and then get like three likes on it. Who wants to show up for that? Nobody. So there is a high level of not wanting. For me, the showing up with the not wanting is to have a really low bar. For you, it could be like gamification. Maybe it's a gamification of, like, never miss a day. I love the Jerry Seinfeld thing where he was like, I just write a joke a day. Like, at least one joke a day. And he would have, like, a a board on his wall where he would just, like, check off every day. And he just didn't want to break the chain. So it didn't matter if the joke was good or bad or if he wrote, like, a whole bunch of jokes in it one day. Like, his bar was just, like, don't break the chain. Just show up every day. So when I look at the wall... I don't break the chain. And there's like every day. That's how you create consistency. It doesn't have to be every day, but you do have to show up in some way to get the word out about what you're offering. Right. The other thing I'm doing lately to show up, <laughs> to create the habit and show up without the not wanting is I'm turning my social media content into a creative experiment, creative playtime. And sometimes that's successful and sometimes it's not. And I got to be honest, like lately it's left my Instagram grid looking like a big old mess, but that's just what it is. I realize that for me, being creative is my zone of genius. Creating things is my zone of genius. So When I'm showing up for Instagram now, I'm thinking like, how? instead of this being like, oh, I got to do, 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 show up for my business and market my business and teach and add value and da, 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 da. It's like, that stuff is all great. Of course, I want to add value and teach things or model things um, or inspire people. But when I come at it from that perspective, it feels like a big old drag. Like, it's just like a such a drag to me. So now I'm thinking about it as like, who are those other creators that I'm looking at that I'm just like, I love what they're doing because what they're doing is they're turning it into an art form. Now for you, that could sound like a whole lot of pressure. Like, oh my God, now I have to turn it into an art form? No, if that sounds like pressure for you, don't do that. But for me, that feels way more expansive. That means if I'm treating it like an art form, And you could treat it like an art form from where it doesn't have to be pretty or, um, you know, aesthetically pleasing (laughs) or anything like that. You could be treating it like your, whatever your version of an art form is. And the reason why that's helpful for me is because when I think about creativity and art and showing up and doing things that way, there's never an end. Like you don't, you don't just like get to a point where you're like, yep cool, nailed it. Nope. You're constantly improving. You're constantly evolving. It the, the posting, the creating of the content itself becomes the art form. And then the art form develops and evolves and changes over time. And the only way to get to that point of evolution, of changing, of evolving, of making something better, of really creating connection, resonating with people is to actually show up and do it. Because I have yet to meet any artist, any creative that just showed up and like, put something out that was just fully formed and ready to go. No, there's like hundreds, thousands of iterations and things happening over and over and over and over and over. To get to that point of mastery. And there really is no end point of mastery. It just ke- You just keep evolving. That's why I always love that story of Picasso too. Where he like. Who knows if this is a true story or not. But like he scribbled something out on a napkin. In like 15 seconds. And was like. I don't know. I'm making up the number now. But let's say $5,000. He's like there. That'll be $5,000. And the person's like. Well, that only took you 15 seconds to do. And he's like, no. (laughs) That took me years. That took me years to get to the point where I could do that in 15 seconds. That's why that's $5,000 now. So start thinking about how you're creating stuff. Because we all know we have to show up and create some stuff from a place of value. That's what selling is. You just give value, 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 and then it's so much value that the person can't help themselves, but to just like purchase from you. It's just, it's a value exchange. It's an energetic exchange, but you have to work on how you're providing that value. You have to work that muscle. And the only way to do that is to show up, like showing up at the gym and putting your reps in. Okay, so that is it for today. Let this be your encouragement to, number one, realize that a lot more people are paying attention than you realize. There's so many more people paying attention than you realize. So keep showing up for them. Keep showing up for the people who just haven't, you know, they've reached out to you yet, but they're, they're there. They're paying attention. Number two, think about how you can create habits that keep you consistent even when it feels like nobody's paying attention? And number three, how can you turn your practice of creating value, creating content, creating marketing, how can you turn that into your own version of an art form? If you have any thoughts on any of this, hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you. Love to chat with you in my DMs. All right, I will talk to you next time. Hey there, if you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is to share it with someone else or post about it on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Brand Spanking You so I can show you some love. That's at Brand Spanking You with an N, not an I-N-G. Go to BrandSpankingYouPodcast.com for show notes and links. And if you're ready to take it to the next level, uncover your brand's superpower and leave confusion in the dust head on over to com slash spark to learn all about my brand spark sessions in just 60 minutes they've been known to completely transform the way people think about their brands and let go of what's not serving them and their businesses that's com slash spark all right, that's all for now. This is Sarah Elinger and I'll see you next time.